0: Hello, Media Buffet listeners, and welcome to our very first audiobook. This will be focused on Takeover and the Experiments, the first story of the Experiment Saga Universe, and the first story of the main trilogy. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. My name is Pancakes, and welcome to this brand new episode of Media Buffet. Today, you will be listening to an audiobook made by me of our fellow co-host Mercury's written story called takeover revenge of the experiments from 2019 so uh, i I hope you brought some popcorn because it's going to be a long ride all right let's get this started the prologue it is 1973 soidal noenasi is but a young man the events of the takeover don't happen for another 20 years noenasi incorporated company owned by the Japanese Noanasi family has made advancements in genetic research that are unseen everywhere else in the world. There was a scientist observing an egg that sat in a container. The egg started to crack open. A bright light illuminated the room. They saw a black and red lizard-like creature break out of the egg. They called Soidal Noenasi, the man behind this experiment to see their creation, his creation. This creature had large wings that could be wrapped around its body. It worked, Soytle said. Project EXV-001 is a success, a scientist said. Genetic manipulation, the latest in scientific enhancements, Soytle said. Subject seems healthy, breathing, and has no conditions, another scientist noted. This is the single greatest thing I have ever made, Soydel laughed. Soydel looked around and saw the potential of his grand discovery. What's this thing's combat abilities? Those Americans wanted for that war in Vietnam, Soydel asked. This thing has a name, a scientist said. Which is? Soydel asked. Tenebrous, the scientist replied. "Tenebris has a nice ring to it. Soytle said. Takeover, Revenge of the Experiments It was a stormy night on Kita Island. It was the spring of 1993. A typhoon had just made landfall on the island. The watchers in the lighthouse saw a boat in the distance. Boats shouldn't be out in a storm, one of the watchers said. There isn't a boat. What are you rambling about? Another one said. The watcher rubbed his eyes and the boat was gone. Well, probably an illusion caused by those weird ones, the watcher said. You mean those monsters? Those are the freakiest things on this damn island, the other watcher said. Good thing the boss has them contained. Also, they are not monsters. They are called experiments, the watcher said. Those things are still monsters, the other watcher said. The boss was walking down a hall filled with cages. The cages had his experiments inside of them. They were all growling at the sight of the boss. There was a locked door that could be unlocked via handprint. He put his hand on the pad and it scanned his hand. Welcome, Mr. Noanasi, a computer said. Thank you, Noanasi said. He walked towards a giant container. My favorite tech subject, EXP-001. Or shall I call you Tenebris? Noanasi asked. Tenebris was looking at Noanasi with his red, glowing eyes. Noanasi did not fear Tenebris, as many did. It was in a nearly indestructible cage. Tenebris bashed his head against the electrified bars, hurting himself in the process. You've gotten more violent these past few days. At least, that's what the observers have been telling me. You're nothing more than a test subject, just like all the others, Noanasi said. Tenebris' mouth was emitting a red light. His eyes were also glowing head. No, I'm not, Tenebris said, using his telepathic abilities. He shot a beam out of his mouth. The cage was protected by a force field that reflected anything that came at it. The beam was reflected right back at Tenebris, causing extreme pain. The beam was reflected right back at Tenebris, causing extreme pain. Tenebris roared in pain. You can use all your energy, but you'll be gone before you can get out of here, Noanasi said. An employee came into the room. Mr. Noanasi, you have visitors, the employee said. Who is it? Noanasi asked. They say that they are your family, sir, the employee said. Tell them that they can come in, Noanasi said with a smile and a happy tone in his voice. A girl that looked like she was in her late teens saw Noanasi. "'Brother Soidal, she shouted. A man that looked like he was in his early thirties was behind the girl. Sister Selina and Brother Max, what are you doing here?' Noanasi asked. "'We came to check on you,' Selina said. "'That's right. Making sure that you don't turn into a crazy scientist making all these experiments,' Max said. They all laughed. Most of my experiments are herbivores and omnivores, Noanasi said. Most, Max replied. At least the dangerous ones are contained. Would you two like to see one? Noanasi asked. Sure, Frank, brother. Selina replied. Wouldn't hurt anybody, Max replied. Get the helicopter ready, Noanasi said into a communication device. On my way, a person said on the other side. Soidon, Selina, and Max walked outside. It was late at night. It was cold. Extremely cold. Almost as cold as Canada. <laughs> the northern lights could be seen in the sky. It's freezing, Selena said. I didn't know it could get this cold on this island, Max said. Well, we've calculated that it gets colder than Alaska in the winter, Soto said. They walked to the helipad. Where there was a helicopter pilot waiting for them. They got into the helicopter. Been waiting for you free, the pilot said. Ah, Barry Smith. I'm glad to see you again, Soydel said. Barry Smith? Selina asked. One of our best helicopter pilots, Soydel said. That might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Nuanazzy. Anyways, nice to meet you, Max and Selina. Nuanazzy, where are we headed? Barry asked. Barry, We are going to the ABCM, Soyl said. The coldest place on the island? That's as cold as the winter's here. All right, let's go, Barry said. The helicopter took off and they flew to the ABCM. It took them a few minutes to get there. They got out of the helicopter when they landed to a helipad right next to the mountain. I'll wait for you free, Barry said. Please put on these specialized suits that prevent hypothermia from occurring. The mountain is known for its very cold temperatures, a computer voice said. The group put on the suits and walked inside. Welcome to the Artificially Built Containment Mountain, or ABCM. That is what Soytle said. What are they containing? Selina asked. Well, you just have to look up, Soytle said. Selena and Max looked up to see a free-headed, black and yellow behemoth. It had bright yellow eyes. What is that thing? Max Max asked. That is EXP 003 or Horribilis. It means terrifying in Latin. Stoyle said. Why is it being contained? Selina asked. The company has deemed EXP 003 a danger to our operations here. It can only be frozen at the coldest temperature known to mankind. Absolute zero. However, there was only one way to achieve that, Soytle said. I think we underestimated the temperature of this place, Max said. Follow me to see another one of my experiments, Soytle said. Soytle took his siblings to a room where there was a test tube connected to a bunch of wires. Inside of it, there was a creature similar to Tenebris only slimmer, and it had two small sails running from the back of its neck to the tip of the tail. It was two feet tall, was three feet long, and had a four-foot wingspan. That's the experiment that voluntarily used her powers to freeze Horribulus, Soydel said. What's her name? Selena asked. Her name is EXP-200. We like to call her Gelidus, Soydel said. Soito looked at his watch and noticed it was around 2.20 a.m. You can stay here in the living quarters for the night. Barry will send you to the port so you two can go to Fukuoka, Soito said. Soito noticed that he had a message from one of the containers. A group of people that helped keep the experiments contained. Soito started to walk away before being stopped by Selena. Where are you going, brother? Selena asked. I have important business to attend to, Soito replied. Soito came out of the Artificially Built Containment Mountain, or ABCM, and took off the specialized suit. He then walked into a separate helipad to the one Barry was on. Sir, EXP-002 has given the container some trouble, the pilot said. Soito sighed. What did she do now? Soito asked. She tore off one of the feeding machines, the pilot said. Well, well, she's getting smarter. I'm going to show that bitch who runs this place, Soil said. The helicopter took off and flew to a cave. Soil got out of the helicopter and walked towards the cave. He walked down the stairs that were inside the cave. There was EXP-002, or what she likes to be called, Reciproca. It means peaceful in Latin. Reciproca, I've heard that you have damaged some of my equipment, Soil said. I was just hungry. It was all a misunderstanding, Reciproca said. All a misunderstanding. <laughs> soidal chuckled. That's what they all say. Harrington, administer shock therapy. soidal said. A man by the name of David Harrington pulled down a lever, releasing electricity into the water. Reciproca was electrocuted. Soidel lightly chuckled. A container by the name of Chris Peterson walked up to Soydel. "'It seems Reciproca is unconscious,' Chris said. "'Good,' Soydel said. A arm went off. "'Malfunction in ABCC. I repeat, malfunction in ABCC,' a voice was heard in the speakers. "'What's happening?' Soidel asked. "'The lid won't close,' the voice said. Soidel knew what was going to happen. "'Evacuate the area,' Soidel replied. "'A creature's head rose from the liquid substance that appeared to be lava.' Oh shit, a guard said. Then, the experiment known as Ignis rose from the liquid. It was 18 feet tall. It was jet black with some orange parts around his body, had four wings, and had bright orange eyes. Lava dropped from Ignis' mouth. One of the guards tripped when he was running away from Ignis. Another guard dragged him to the exit. Ignis saw the guard and chased after him. Both guards got away and closed the door, with Ignis hitting his face on it after it slammed shut right in his face. Ignis looked at the ceiling and melted it by shooting lava at it. He escaped and flew to where Tenebris was being held. He melted through the roof of the place Tenebris was being held in. Ignis, how did you escape? Tenebris asked. I have no desire to answer your questions, Alpha. All you need to know is that my plan is to free the experiments and it has started ignis said he had gone figuring out what the password was and he had trouble doing it the password is i'm the best tenebris said well soil must think highly of himself ignis replied he typed in the password and the force field shut down tenebris blasted the bars and got out I'll free the others down the hall. you free the ones in special containment cells, Denebris said. Got it. By the way, this will be the only time I'll actually listen to you, Ignis said. They both went to where they needed to go. After a few hours, all of the experiments were freed. Soil and every single person on the island were on boats. We're headed to Japan to continue our operations there in Tokyo, Soil said. What'll happen to the island? Chris asked. Soiro replied with, They will take over. Back on the island, a free-headed white and purple experiment sat on a car that was left behind. Hey ghoul, comfortable there? A dinosaur-like experiment asked. His name was Ferox. Well, we did it. We finally beat Soido no Noonasi. Reciproca said. Where's Ignis? Tenebris asked. Ignis flew overhead, flying towards the boat. Ignis, no, Tenebris said, flying towards him. Soidal must perish, Ignis replied. I'm giving Soidal a chance to change. We all are, Tenebris said. You are so blind, Tenebris, Ignis said. Tenebris fired his energy beam at Ignis, but he countered it with his lava beam. Give him a second chance. Tenebris commanded, never, Ignis replied, hitting Tenebris. A fight ensued between the two. The experiment watched as the two fought. Just let me finish my mission, Ignis said as he shot his lala beam at Tenebris. No, Tenebris said as he shot his energy beam at Ignis. Tenebris's beam was stronger than Ignis, making Ignis lose the encounter and fall towards the ground. Tenebris shot his energy beam in Ignis, making him fall faster. Ignis hit the ground, but quickly recovered as he tackled Tenebris. You can't beat me alone, Ignis said. I know, good thing, I am the Alpha, Tenebris said. Farax jumped into Ignis and started to bite him. Ignis was brought down and ghoul landed on him. Don't kill him. You won't be strong enough to beat anyone alone. Admit it, Tenebris said. Ignis chuckled. Well, if that's the case, I'll need to find someone who'll actually help me. So long, false king, Ignis said as he flew away. Tenebris, Ferox, and Ghoul walked away. So, what now? Ferox asked i must head to japan they're going there to discontinue their operations i know this due to monitors displaying a map that indicated that they were going there tenebris said he looked at the sunrise experiments do me a favor and protect this island from whoever dares to threaten us it is my only request well that and try to keep ferox away from the vending machines Tenebris said before flying away. Stay safe, Reciproca said. I didn't have time to say I hate you, Farak said. Back in the ABCM, Horribilis' eyes started to glow. Epilogue. A few hours later, Ignis flew into the ABCM. Tenebris is gone to Japan, Ignis said. The three heads that made up Horribilis had their eyes glowing a bright but menacing yellow. Tenebris is gone? The right head spoke. The left head chuckled. Ha ha ha. Our time to show Tenebris that he isn't a worthy leader has come. He was never fit to rule. The middle head spoke. What of the little one? The left head asked. We could use her as bait to lure Tenebris so we can kill him. Ignis said. For someone that got beaten by Tenebris, you have a good line of thinking, the right head said. I like your idea, Ignis, the middle head said. And with that, folks, we are finished with our audiobook for Takeover Revenge of the Experiments from 2019. I hope you enjoyed this audiobook, and if you're interested in listening to the original be sure to check out the r slash d8 entertainment subreddit. I promise that it is a very good story from what I've heard and read. Ignis and other characters will be waiting for you in other stories. And watch for the next audiobook, which will be focusing on Armageddon Rise of the Experiments, also from 2019. I hope you liked it, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Here is all of the commentary pancakes made during the recording. This is when the main story starts. Also, a quick note. It is his eyes are glowing red, not head. Which stands for the Advanced Advanced Breach Containment Mountain. And that's what it actually stands for, folks. So, yeah, that's a big wingspan. And now, folks, we are headed into the epilogue of the story, the end of this very well-written, composed, composed,